The most important thing that me or anybody else who's thinking about expanding need to do is figure out, is there a market for your products? It could be as easy as go to Amazon and look at your category. Let's say you're selling coffee makers. Type in coffee makers and take a look. See how much are they selling for? What are the brands that you're competing against? Can you compete on the quality? Can you compete on the price? Can you compete on the listings? Is the listings that showing the coffee makers, are they good? Are they bad? Do they have a lot of images? Do they have video? If you see that there is opportunity, whether on a low end or high end, then go for it. So if you're considering expanding into a new market, the first thing you've got to do is research. I feel like that's the first step to everything in business. But once you've decided that there's a demand for your product, what comes next? Are there any differences between the way you present your product to different markets? And if yes, how do you figure that out? Let's talk about it. Hi, this is Small Business, a podcast by Amazon. I'm your host, Andrea Marquez. This is one of our mini-sodes, which are shorter episodes packed with helpful information for those of you who want a quicker binge. On this episode, we'll be talking about how you can expand into different markets with Max Gurevich, president of Warm Home Designs, which is a business that sells curtains. Like most of the small businesses we feature on the show, you can find the Warm Home Design curtains in the Amazon store. Also remember that if you want to hear your story on This Is Small Business, we have a voicemail line where you can ask questions or share your entrepreneurial story. We want to hear from you. Find the link to the voicemail line in the episode description. Today's episode of This Is Small Business is brought to you by Amazon Ads. Amazon Ads helps you reach customers wherever they spend their time and is here for every type of small business. Amazon Ads has a range of products and information to help you achieve your advertising goals for registered sellers, vendors, book vendors, Kindle Direct publishing authors, app developers, and or agencies. So originally I'm a CPA by trade. So when I graduated NYU, I was working for a big four accounting firm. I really liked the job, but I also liked playing poker. So four years after working as a CPA, I quit to become a professional poker player. That was very fun. A lot of exciting things were happening, but poker playing usually happens during the night and during the weekend. And I thought I had some free time to try something new. So I tried Amazon FBA. That was 2012. Amazon FBA was starting out. So I bought my first product, sent it in, and it sold it like 24 hours. I made like $40. I was super excited. And I tried another product, another product, and mostly wholesale. So it wasn't my products. Tried different categories. And then I, I finally realized that there is an opportunity in home decor space. So I create my own brand, also made my own product, send it to Amazon and build up from there. I was exclusively in the U.S. for, let's say, two to three years. And then I saw another friend of mine was selling in Mexico and it was pretty successful. So I decided, why not try that? So I expanded into Mexico and then into Canada. So now we sell our products in three markets. What are one of the top things that you have learned from expanding to non-U.S. markets that you think any business, regardless of what their product is, should know? If you have a lot of reviews, take a look at the photos and see how people use, use your products. You have idea in your head how the product's going to be used, but it could be completely different. This is actually a good tip, not just for international market, but also for American market. Sometimes people use your products in a very surprising and unique ways that you, you would never think about it. So for example, in our case, one of our products is a curtain. It's a short width curtain for like a small windows. It's just an okay product. It doesn't sell super well, but in Mexico, it's sold much better. And at first I didn't really pay attention because I thought, you know, maybe there's more small windows in Mexico than the US. Who knows? 
But then I looked at the reviews and look at the photos of how people using the curtains. Turn out they're actually not using the curtains for windows at all. They're using them to cover the doors, the door frames. So instead of a door, they will use a curtain to cover another room or a closet or something like that. So that gives you an idea of maybe you should present your listing a little different. Maybe you should create new images to show people this is the way it, the product can be used. Or maybe you can create completely brand new product that's specifically designed for this purpose. So if you understand how people use your products, you can expand or make the product better for a specific market. Do you have different product listings for one product depending on what market it's selling in? Like the example in this case, those curtains that you just mentioned, does that listing look different in Mexico versus in the United States? My descriptions and the bullet points and the title looks different because you want to present your product the way it's going to be used. It doesn't matter how you want it to be used. It matters how your customers use it. You want to think of it not from your perspective, but from customer perspective. So if the customer wants to use it that way, you should present it that way. Did you run any other type of research to be able to figure that out? Or was it just through customer reviews? Don't be afraid to, to take a look at your competitors and see what works for them. Amazon presents a lot of information. They give you a list of keywords that people use when they do the search. You can look at other competitors' listing and see how they use it. So if, let's say you're just starting out, you don't have any reviews yourself and don't see any pictures. But there might be a competitor who has a thousand reviews. That means they have a 20 or 30 photos available. So take a look. Maybe you will see something that's unique and different. Maybe they're not presenting their listing the way the customer using it. So that would be a competitive advantage for you. So Max, can you tell me about ROAS or return on ad spend, which is a marketing metric that measures revenue earned for each dollar you spend on an ad. What are some of the major differences in return on your ad spend and performance across these markets? So when we started out in Mexico, the return on ad spend was significantly better in Mexico than in the U.S. I'm guessing it's because the competition was lower and there was just less competitors in general, or maybe they were not focused enough on the Mexican market and focusing on the U.S. So because of that, ROAS was much better in Mexico than in the U.S. That was 2019. Things have changed. The ROAS is converging towards U.S., so there is more competition and people may be focusing more on Mexico. But it is still, to this day, the ROAS is better in Mexican market than in the U.S. market. I think one thing that our competitors are not doing is running your video ads. Mostly, I assume it's because they already have the ads with the text in English and it costs money to translate it and run the new ads. So we had a really good returns on uh, video ads. Some of them are in Spanish, at least text, and some of them you don't have to have a text at all. If your product is compelling enough and you can create a video that's beautiful enough, then just a video of your product with a background it would be a great ad. I think the smartest thing that Amazon did with the ads is to make it basically the same as in U.S. market. So people always, you know, scared of learning new things. So if you make the user interfaces, all the names and everything exactly the same, it would be easier for the advertisers to start advertising. Obviously, in order to achieve really good results, you have to be proficient. But to start it out and to test it and to try it, it's as simple as it gets. And that's a, I think that's a very good thing that Amazon did. My thing is you can learn 
for months and for years, but unless you try it, unless you fail for the first time, you will never learn enough. So just try, just set up a budget. It doesn't have to be a big budget because, you know, the cost per click is cheaper than the U.S. So your budget doesn't have to be as big. Set it up, $10 a day budget, $20 a day, $50 a day, whatever you're comfortable with. And just try it out. Something doesn't work and you change it and try something else. When thinking about expanding to non-U.S. markets, what are some of the language considerations you think should be made? So I talked to some other people who also sellers, not in the Mexican market. And basically what I'm hearing is, well, I'm not a native Spanish speaker. So what if my grandma is not good? What if I translate and it would sound bad or embarrassing? Then my reply is always, I'm not a native Spanish speaker either. I'm not even a native English speaker. So my grandma is probably bad in the U.S. market and in Mexican market, but you're not selling your grandma. You're not selling your boards. You're selling your product. If your product is good enough, if you price it competitively, if you create images in the video that present your product in the best light, your grandma doesn't matter. It's not what you write. It's what you sell that's important. I love that we're ending with that. So if the language barrier is what's holding you back from expanding to other markets, remember Max's words. The customers are here for your product, not your grammar. That was Max Gurevich, president of Warm Home Designs. As always, here are some key takeaways on expanding to other markets. One, research. Before expanding into another market, you need to figure out if there's a demand on the product you're selling. Also, this research will help you figure out how to write your listing and the best way to advertise to your new market. Max suggested looking at what your competition is doing and even looking through those customer reviews. Two, the customer is always right, at least in their feedback. When you read your feedback and find that people are using your product differently, consider switching up the marketing to match what your product is being used for. Like what Max did when he found out that people were using his curtains as door covers. Three, when it comes to your ROAS or return on ad spend and expanding to another market such as Mexico, Max suggests trying something small to test it out and see what those returns are. If you sell in the Amazon store, Max suggests taking advantage of running video ads and Amazon ads is easy enough to start out and use. For more information on Amazon ads, visit our show notes. That's it for this episode of This is Small Business Minisodes brought to you by Amazon. If you liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe and tell your friends about us by sending them a link to this episode. And we would love to know what you think. So please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's easier to do it through your phone. Or send us an email at thisismallbusiness@amazon.com with your thoughts. Until next time, this is small business. I'm your host, Andrea Marquez. Hasta luego, and thanks for listening. This is Small Business is brought to you by Amazon with technical and story production by Jar Audio.